that was very neat. The uh, gospel was so powerful that the electricity surged. This is good. Um, so there's way too much to talk about today. Uh, I will hold back. All the readings are spectacular. Um, one note to the gospel. Uh, Jesus says, the Father is life and I am bread. So that's a theme for a whole retreat. Uh, they're both God, but the Father is life. So life is before you can even think. It's, it's the gift of gifts. It's the condition of possibility of everything. That's, it says, belief in the Father. Once you believe, you're saved, because once you have that seed planted in you, unless you crush it, it will grow. We do underestimate as Christians uh, how powerful God is. We domesticate him. We treat him like a little bunny that we keep in a cage, and we bring him out for birthday parties and magic tricks. Um, God is not to be tamed. He is life. I, the condition of everything, life, the condition of breathing, life, the condition of faith and eternal life, he is eternal life. Just knowing him, knowing God, you'll feel the attraction and you want to become more and more like him every day. St. Teresa of Avila in her interior castle, she has seven stages, but the big pivot for her is between three and four. As when you let go. Until the third stage, you know, you're getting rid of certain things, growing in virtue, getting good habits. If you do that very well and respond to the Holy Spirit in real time, um, you'll get to the third stage, which is pretty good. You'll look like a very decent uh, human being. Who believes in God and is, you know, maybe going a little bit extra and stretching a little bit? The danger is you think every time you made progress, it was your cooperation with God and you do forget that it was God and you were allowed to just go along with him. Because it feels like you're growing. It feels like you're leaving things behind, and you are. But the fourth stage is when things start happening that you have no control over. And the fourth stage is the purification of control. Uh, and she says, most people never get through that door. The risk of letting go is what terrifies us because we don't believe the Father is life. We believe we have life and we're being very generous and more generous and we're growing in virtue and we're giving him more and more and we're giving him everything. Well, just the idea that we're giving as the source of everything is wrong. And that's what gets purified first in the stages of purification. And she says, most that I'm writing to don't get through it and it's frustrating because that's where life begins. I did Exodus this year. Most Exodus men, I mean, actually are living it as if this is all there is to do. It's like, that's the first stage. Like, honestly, the first stage of spiritual life is leaving mortal sin behind you so you don't do it again. That's the first stage of spiritual life. That's like for, that's not even kindergarten. That's like, you know, weaning, potty training. And it's sort of embarrassing. I mean, I, I know grown men who think like, yeah, I did that. Okay, good. Uh, you can use the potty. I mean, it's good. It saves a lot of time, um, makes things more efficient. It could be worse. You know, you need less diapers. But it's nothing. It's like, and, and you know, it's okay. Like, if, if that's a stage in your journey, that's great. But if you're celebrating that as the end station, like, wow, okay. You're going to need a lot of intensive care for the rest of your life. And the danger is real, unfortunately. At that stage, she says, you probably won't even stay there because that's so fragile. Because you don't even understand what's going on. You thought it was just getting out of the wilderness that's outside the doors. 
that's like a pathetic vision. You're not looking in the right direction. Look in this direction and you'll see the goal, which is to get to the interior room where the bridegroom is. Uh, it's a bad sign if people think the first stage is like a victory. It's a victory, but if they think that's the end station where you're supposed to live, you're always fighting rats and vermin and, you know, nasty creatures because they slip under the door. At that stage, you're always in danger of getting eaten by something. But that's the world we live in because spirituality is small s spirituality. It's a vague sense of something spiritual, something a little bigger than the norm, something that gives me a little bit of a whoosh and strength for the journey to continue on for another hour, another day, another week. But it's going to come down. That's our expectation. Spirituality is whoops, and then we come down to normal, and then we go back whoops to some transcendental experience of whatever kind or shape. Anything that pulls me out of my normal, boring, everyday rhythm is spirituality. So that's not true. The spirituality is with the biggest spirituality. It's when the Holy Spirit runs my life. And of course, there are stages, and of course, it's good to make steps forward, and we have to cooperate totally. But the illusion that it's my project is small s spirituality. Do what you want. The other day I went to buy an apple fritter. I was buying donuts for a high school retreat. And uh, I went in to the store right down here. And uh, they had two types. I never knew there were two types. There's a baked type and a fried type. And uh, he said, which one would you like? I wasn't even going to buy one of them, but then I said, okay, I'll take that one, obviously, the fried. I thought it was a trick question. Like, who eats baked apple fritters? Uh, if you're going to go for it, just go for it. That's small s spirituality. You eat that thing, you're going to get a sugar rush and some extra calories for the journey, and you'll feel great. It'll give you that surge of energy that you need for your day or for your little, you're feeling down and you need a rush of sugar. Okay, that's spirituality. It pulled you out of your normal baseline mediocrity. Or even worse, look around, take the average, and do a little better than the people next to you. That's spirituality. You're a little further than them. Um, that is so not the project. The Father is life. And as Jesus says, everyone who listens to my Father and learns from him comes to me. And if you have seen the Father, if you believe, you have eternal life already. Just let it grow in you. It's life. It's not a trick to make you feel a little better on the dark days. It's not to make you seem a little better than your neighbor so you can look down on them from the heights of two inches and say, I am higher than you. It's not about climbing a mountain. It's about letting life grow in you to its fullness and completion and maturity. So let's allow the life of God to grow in us. Stop putting obstacles in our way and stop putting like these little, <laughs> these little very small goals as the end station. If the goal of my life was to be potty trained while well, mission accomplished, I don't even remember when that happened. That's what spiritual life feels like. Like, yeah, achievements there are along the way and you rejoice with them and celebrate, but at the end of the day, you don't even remember them because it wasn't about them at all. The goal of my life was not to be potty trained, I don't think. I've had a lot more interesting things happen in my life since then. I don't even remember when it happened. It was like at the beginning, the nebulous stages of my existence when I couldn't even think clearly. I suppose I could go back in the records and ask my mother when that important moment happened, but it's so nothing compared to the life that I enjoy every day. Let's live our spiritual life that way. 
yeah, celebrate the victories, but realize the whole point is not those. It's to let life flourish and grow within me to its fullness. And it's not me who decides that, but God who loves me.